You're listening to How to Juggle the Struggle, the Millennial's Guide to Thriving, Not Surviving, hosted by Isaiah Michael Joyner. Like many millennials, Isaiah Michael Joyner has always envisioned owning a startup company. At the age of 24, he founded a luxury concierge company providing services to New York City's elite. Isaiah quickly learned juggling the hustle is sometimes not so luxurious. Listen as he shares the joy and truth of the journey. Welcome to How to Juggle the Struggle, the Millennial's Guide to Thriving, Not Surviving, and I'm your host, Isaiah Michael Joyner. This is episode 67, and it is entitled, You Can't Hide. So for those of you who know me personally, or for anyone who knows me really personally, they will say that one thing, they probably would all share this common thought about myself, and that is Isaiah is an old soul, right? He... I am, I always, I, you know, profess, I guess I should say on my hinge profile that I am a 34, soon to be 35 year old, um, outwardly, but inwardly I am a 50 year old dad and a 35 year old body. That is my truth. Um, since I was younger, I hung around older people. I listened to old music or music prior to my time. I had interest in things that probably somebody who was way older than me would, but that is just me, right? I know out of my group of friends, I am the uncle. I already know what that is. And part of that is because that's just where my soul attracts to, right? That is where I feel most alive when I'm listening to something old. Music, that is. Um, I will listen to an artist from the 70s and early 80s like it is the latest you know, Bobby Schmurda outfit, our album, right? Or tr- like whatever that is. I'm like, oh, I'm listening to that. In fact, I don't know what's new because unless my friends tell me, because that is a part of me, just the best part of my DNA, just being an older soul. With that, I believe that some of the best music to date is music from the period of the 70s, right? Where artists were talking truth. They were singing and speaking truth over power, they were saying stuff that not only made us say like, oh, that was a good beat, but hmm, they said something, right? From Stevie Wonder to Marvin Gaye, like if you listen and read the lyrics of their songs, and especially the guy, my favorite, James Brown, you realize that beyond the beat, when James Brown says talking loud and saying nothing, he's talking about something, right? With that, I was listening to some music the other day, and the crooner... Smooth crooner from Philadelphia, Teddy Pendergrass came on, and as I was list- as I was listening to Teddy, one of his songs that I grew up listening or hearing, especially being in Jersey and Newark, was a song called "You Can't Hide from Yourself." I love this song because it's not like Teddy's typical like smooth and slow beats. This is like a faster, upbeat song. But the words to the song. I mean, they get me together every time. Let me just read you the lyrics, right? This song came out in 1977. These are the lyrics of You Can't Hide From Yourself. The truth is a light, a light shining within. When you look in the mirror, do you see a foe or friend? You can lie all you want to, but one day you're gonna, gonna break down, break down and let it all out. 
You see that? You can't hide from yourself. No, everywhere you go, there you are. I just got to say that you can't hide from yourself. Everywhere you go, there you are. Make peace with yourself before you got to love another. Understand who and what you are before you can go any further. That's not even a whole song, but that's just like the first stanza of the song, right? He was speaking truth. And, and the, the truth that he was speaking is so relevant to today. It is a, this song is timeless, right? Because he's talking about who are you? Why are you hiding? And who are you hiding? Heavy. When you think of it, right? It, it requires, it requires you to play it again and be like, damn, Teddy, you, you are exposing me. <laughs> um, truth be told, a lot of us have been hiding. As I listen to this song, I think about how many of us are, are doing exactly that. Hiding from who we are. Some of us have been hiding, honestly, since we were younger. Let's think about it. The little boy who plays on the block with you and they want to play with the girls more than they want to play with the boys. Their parent immediately tells them, "Uh, uh-uh, you can't do that. You're a boy. You don't play with girls. You don't play with dolls. That child begins to hide who they really are. Or think about the girl that has an interest in basketball, but her parents or friends may say, that's what boys do. Boys are for sports. That girl begins to hide who she is because of what others may think. We've been taught to hide who we are, what we love, what we do since childhood. So no wonder why when we are as adults, we have people who hide who they are at work. They hide who they are with friends. Out of fear of being judged out of fear of what people may say. So they go to work and they show who they think people want to know or who they want to see. But instead of owning who they truly are, I know for a fact that we were not supposed to live this life in that regard, right? Of hiding. I know for a fact that hiding only catches up with you because as Teddy said, everywhere you go, there you are. Truth be told, many of us choose the option of hiding why? Because it's easier, right? To play small than so somebody else can play big, right? Or to show up and let somebody else have the spotlight so there's no focus on you. So you hide. Or perhaps you rather, because you haven't made peace with the totality of yourself, right? You haven't made peace with who you fully are. So you rather hide a lot of you and just show one side of you. Two words. Stop hiding. I often forget about a time when I was sincerely hiding who I was. I was in college or high school, junior year, and I wasn't, I was not even hiding. I was just owning the truth of who I was as a young gay man. I was like, I am riding off of the old narrative that freshman year and sophomore year, everyone knew that I had a girlfriend in high school and we dated. And I was, I was fine with keeping that narrative going, right? To, to not really own my truth as being a gay man, right? Out of fear of what, especially in a private school, what others would say, right? And how I would be treated by others. And more importantly, even just at home, right? I grew up with family members being, family members and friends just being gay. That was our community. But I was scared as a high school student to come out, right? Until I got to college freshman year and fell in love with someone and came home. And I remember having to share to my mom that I was gay and I had fallen in love with someone. But I will tell you this, I never forget the liberation that I felt, 
the freedom I felt from opening up and not hiding and honestly being open about who it is that I who it is that I am and what what I identified as. Right. Not hiding anymore. That may not be your story. It may not be your truth today about your sexuality. Maybe you're not hiding that. However, you may be hiding something else. Maybe it's the persona that you give off that everything is so fabulous in your life, right? And behind closed doors, when you go home, you crumble because you are broken in the inside. And things are really not going well. Or maybe it's that you come off as strong and mighty and everybody goes to you because you're so strong. But honestly speaking, you're scared as hell of facing tomorrow. So you give off something that you're not. Why are you hiding? That's a question to ask yourself. Why do you choose to hide? Today is time for you to take agency over your life and stop hiding whatever it is. Not always easy, but it's beneficial. Point one to stop hiding. You can't hide any longer is this. You have to say, I have the authority to be me. I had the authority to be me. I love this statement because if nothing else, it reminds us that it is our birthright to be us. It is our duty duty to be us. Every time you get up in the morning, you look in the mirror and tell yourself, I have the right to be me. There's nobody who can take that away from you. There's nobody else who can tell you other. You have the right to be you. Far too often, we find ourselves enslaved to our own thoughts about ourselves. Ain't nobody else told you that about you but you. Take a minute every morning and get up and say, I have the authority to be me. Point two, I have agency to be me. I have agency to be me. When a person has agency over themselves, it means that they have capacity to really move independently and to make their own decisions, right? When somebody says, oh, I have agency, I love that. Having agency means that you don't need 20,000 co-signers on you and your vision that God has given you. Having agency over your life just means that you don't need to hide a part of you in fear of what others may think. Having agency over your life means that you fully own what it is, who it is, and how it is that you show up, right? Have agency. You have the agency. You have the capacity to be who you are. And lastly, point three, I'm liberated to be me. As I shared, as the example of me coming out, I felt liberated, right? From not hiding and honestly owning who it was that I am a part of me, right? The thing is, when you show up fully as you and not hiding behind your title, your accomplishments, your marriage, your children. And I know that's hard to do because some people that for you listening, that is a part of you. That is that is you. Right. That is your story. So when you can't when you can't ride on, oh, I am, I'm married with children. or I live here and I drive this or I have these accolades. Then what else is there? What are the other parts of you that you may hide that not bad, right? Good things that nobody knows because you've been riding on one wave. It's liberating to be you. It's liberating to be to show up as plainly as you are and say, this is me and I have the right to be here. I have the right to be me. I don't know who needs to hear this, but 
I want you, as you're listening to this episode, to see yourself liberated in the future. See yourself as liberated and see yourself as owning who you are, knowing what it is you love, what you don't, speaking about it, telling people, actually, I don't enjoy this, so I'm not going to partake. Actually, you know what? I, I really love reading and I don't feel like going out or getting on another Zoom to just catch up because I'd rather be into my books. It's okay because you have the right. It's your, it's your, it's, you have the authority to do that. Stop hiding. Life is too short to be hiding parts of you and just showing up half, half, literally with half of you, right? Like mm -mm. when you see Isaiah Michael join it, you're going to get all of him. Every part of him, even in church. Yes, he's a gay man. He identifies as a gay man who loves the Lord. Taboo, right? That's what they say. But no, you're going to get every part of me. You're going to get somebody who is authentically him, who's hungry, who loves to work for himself, who actually likes to put the phone on silence at a certain time because he doesn't want to hear about your problems. All of me. Stop hiding because everywhere you go, there you are. Free yourself from hiding and take full ownership and authority and agency of who you are and what you love, who you love, and what makes you happy. Because you get one life. And honestly speaking, I wouldn't choose it, or I wouldn't go through this life choosing to hide it. As always, I love you for listening, and remember the best is still yet to come. Peace.